Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Lady journey. <laughs> you're back. Lady journey. We are back. We are well fed. Oh, I had the most amazing little BLT. Oh, I... But BLTs, I think they get forgotten about. Oh, I love them. And then when you have them, you're like, I'll eat this every day. I go through oh. phases of like, this is what I'll eat for six months straight. Oh, I freaking love it. It's the savoriness of the bacon with the mayo, with the bread, with the onion, everything. Yes. I think the mayo is the one that is the true star. I love it. The yes. Of the yes. BLT. The BLT is but a vessel for the mayo. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's your point of view or take on avocado in your sandwich i you know what i love a sandwich with avocado and i do love avocado toast but i don't like the thing i like about a bl a blt not a blat not a blat but i like a smashed down sandwich that doesn't get too thick yes because if i'm hurting my mouth if i have to unhinge my jaw (laughs) to fit the sandwich in my mouth it's not going to be a good experience for me so i like a more simpler sandwich and the avocado i think it just overly complicates it yeah and then it always kind of like slimes out yeah and there's i hate a messy sandwich there's times where i'm like what is the point of eating this if it's just gonna slop out yes yes and then there are times like places i've been to like carnegie deli and katz's deli where they fill it up with like this much meat yeah and little bread you're like yeah how am I supposed to eat this? Yeah, it's what is, huge. Am I doing this wrong? Why would you think anybody could eat it like this? Like, yeah. I just like a, a thin sandwich. I, th- I like a thin sandwich. But the other thing about avocado is, especially in this economy, mm. as we're going through the recession and inflation co- inflation and the collapse and, and then the avocados were banned or whatever. But the thing about avocados that I don't often love ordering them out is because, like, avocados are so expensive so if uh, an avocado is a little bad they're not going to throw it away they're just going to put it on your sandwich they're going to wait and see how yeah you feel you're like oh it's a this is not a fresh avocado like it's a little bad like at home i get avocados at home all the time and i have oh okay little squish yeah i don't mind it. when it goes a little bad but you usually that's a guac avo oh, sure you sure put a little lime juice mush it up yeah. you don't even see the bad parts anymore yeah but i'll tell you if i'm paying 80 dollars for <laughs> avocado toast I, it better be good I'm it better be fresh as a daisy yes also i do think avo i like avocado but most times when i get avocado toast it's so overrated and i think it's pretty bland the way they've prepped it yes unless you have like so many special accoutrements like pickled onions yes. like oh all God. that other set fresh dill capers the salmon it's like 20 bucks really it's not worth it i make it at home for myself i get my sourdough bread which is uh, again an arm and a leg yeah i get the sourdough i get the bread alone which is a new york bakery bread alone the sourdough bread i've talked about on the podcast before if you haven't heard me talk about it sourdough bread you can eat it because it digests the sugar that they mostly have in bread i had no idea super low glycemic like you can eat if you're on like a low sugar diet for whatever reason me i just like if I eat sugar then I start like shoveling Oreos into my mouth (laughs) so it's a very slippery slope drug 
and also I have my thing with candida question mark. So I'm really trying not to eat sugar, but sourdough is like the bread that you can have. I love hearing this. This makes me feel good about my choices as if I knew this all along. (laughs) I knew it. I'm a genius. Yes. I was drawn to it. (laughs) (laughs) But bread alone though, it's the texture and flavor of the bread alone bread. It is so delicious. It's like, seven dollars a loaf mind you but i don't mind paying it because last night i had one glass of wine half an edible and i ran into the grocery <laughs> store at 10 p.m to binge eat bread like a true rebel yes well i don't mind in that realm paying money for seven dollars of grocery store bread because you're like i can't put stuff in it to make it stretch you can stretch it. Almond toast is pretty great with bananas. Yes. That's a yes. cheap meal that's pretty filling. And I know I'm going to share it with Mike. He'll have some. And But the only thing about this bread is because one of the reasons it's so delicious, no preservatives. So you have about a week until it starts going, maybe less than a week. And then it's what, bread pudding? It goes, it gets moldy. Ugh. But I, I put mine in the fridge. Is that bad? Does that help it? I feel like it lasts longer in the fridge. Maybe I'll do that. Although we just have our mini fridge, which is kind of a pain in the <laughs> bane of our existence. I put my makeup in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is my secret. That's what no. every woman is doing now. I know. There's You can buy these makeup fridges. And yeah. I'm like this. What are yeah. we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> like, this I is know. so pointless. It's so funny, though, too, because it's like your secret is just that you're spending thousands of dollars yeah, a don't week tell on anybody. your skin. <laughs> this is my secret. I bought its own fridge. It's like, okay. Yeah. I've it, had enough of it. Definitely. Um, should we get down to our, our lady journey? I've been on a journey, and we kind of scratched the surface of this a little bit, but I was feeling I, – I went on the road again, back-to-back weeks. I was in Seattle, then I was in Raleigh, and before then I was in Aruba, and before then I was in Atlantic City. So I had, like, a lot of back-to-back weeks on the road. And I was really, like, thinking to myself, like, I feel exhausted. I feel burnout. I feel afraid to slow down. But I also feel like I had no clarity in my life. And so I, I slowed down. I canceled. I didn't really cancel some shows. I think I just didn't intentionally book some um, shows on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I think I had like a Thursday show canceled. So I kind of slipped into like a little unintentional hermitage. <laughs> And it was kind of like my last little grasp at hibernation before spring is like fully in in uh, flow. And it felt hard to me because it felt like um, I was felt like I was kind of like stuck on the before picture of like the before and after picture where it's like I always want to be the after and I'm always working and I'm mm. always going for my dreams. And and I was watching something recently that was like if you're a person that has a hard time slowing down and you have a hard time resting because you feel like you should always be working, then the rest becomes the work yes the rest is the work so I was really trying and you know meanwhile I feel like I'm stuck at a point in my life where I can't move forward whether that's actually a reflection of reality or not remains to be seen who knows (laughs) who can know yeah I'm like I'm just in my own mind which feels like you know I remember years ago I would be like reality of course it's subjective yeah of course it's like objective like we all we all know that purple is purple that's the objective nature of reality that it is what it is and now I'm like I have no idea if this person hates me I have no idea if it's me inside my own mind there's no there's no um there's no clarity 
and that's no and i have nothing to gauge i have nothing to gauge <laughs> i don't know yeah i know exactly what you mean you're like who knows what realm we're in right now oh my gosh yeah and especially um, with the vibe shift it's like what what is yes what's up what's down i have no idea so i decided and i just kind of really felt like giving into myself you know I'm such like a introverted person I'm always out pushing myself to be social doing all the social stuff and I just thought you know when I did end up going back out just giving into myself a little bit and being like instead of forcing myself to hang out at the club the comedy cellar where as you know I work frequently I go around the corner to the olive tree and I rub elbows with John Mulaney (laughs) and wait for him to look over in my direction (laughs) I just felt like, God, it's so exhausting doing that sometimes, especially like if you're going somewhere by yourself, you don't know who's going to be there and it could be awkward or, you know, you're trying to make a new friend. And I just thought, you know what? It's I'm exhausting. Just, it's exhausting. And so I just gave myself permission for a little while there to just cut it the F loose, go exactly straight home, get in my little jammies, watch my shows, eat my foods, which is a bad habit, but I kind of don't even care. It's like, can I not just like coddle myself and do whatever I want? My bad Mm. habit is having like snap pea crisps. (laughs) You're so bad. I'm so So bad. bad. I know. You're a bad person. I know. I'm like, am I a heroin addict? (laughs) It's like so much type A behavior is, is just we think we've been told for years and years that this is the way to get ahead, but it's actually like so detrimental to your well-being and yeah. to a, like any type of like creative um, endeavor. Yes. I've, yes. I forgot. There's a term of it just called it's something slow something. And Slowing course, down to speed up. Cause that's what I was kind of like thinking I was doing. More like slow creating. Oh. Something meaning like I'm just a slow creator. Yeah. Um, where you still, and it's still more than most. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, I always have to compare myself. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Um, a lot of times where I'm like, well, I'm doing better than most. But at the same time, you're like, but I'm sometimes miserable. But mm-hmm. I look forward to, I think there's nothing wrong to go doing your set and then coming home. Just turning her straight around and just, it, it is a relief in a way. And I did it on, I did it at another show where I just, I just lied and said, um, oh, I have another show. Yeah. And it was a Friday night. It was an early show. I just said, you know what? I have another show. I got up and then I just left immediately and I just went home and I just thought, oh my God, I feel so relieved. Yeah. I feel so relieved because going out, I was talking to somebody about this recently where I'm like, man, if I, I am really not a night person and it is exhausting to be out night after night amongst the drunk 20 somethings. Yes. Trying to ply my trade of bits. Well, like my going out now is like, I want to go to a restaurant, but usually we're always working at night. So we don't even get the luxury of that. Yeah. And then at the comedy clubs, it's really not your choice of who you're hanging out with. Right. Right. And sometimes like there'll be a night where you're you go in and it's a big night you got again Mulaney Chris Rock Chappelle stopping in Amy's running a set and you're like there's it's hectic it's crazy everyone's different they're all like changing their energy yes yes um so no one's like feeling genuine at the moment and then also there's you never feel comfortable it's like high school it feels like where you're like yeah. I don't know where to I find myself being like this can I sit with you guys? I know. I know. Yeah. Well, it's like work. It's like work. It's it's like it would be like as though you were working in an office and then 
after work to hang out, you just went back into the office <laughs> and like hung out with everybody. And like, I mean, that would just be a nightmare. So it's like, no, there's no shame in us being like, it's actually not that fun. It's yeah. actually not that fun. I mean, I, uh, granted, I love hanging out with comedians. And one of my favorite things to do is like go with a small group of comedians, like to a diner or something. Yes, you know? that's my favorite. Or coordinating. I'll go look at some of the lineups and I'll see like if you're on there, I'm like, are you coming in? Please, yes. Please. Yes. A little please anchor. Please fucking come in at a little an hour anchor. early. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So because I one time I went there, I had our friend Isabel hang out with me and then she had to run a set, but she was gone for an hour. So I was just sitting at the booth by myself. Ugh, it's awkward. That I was like, Isabel. I know. I look like a loser. You're over there. And then, <laughs> meanwhile, nobody who's not past there can go back to the booth. So they're just like waving to you from across the room. You're like, I can't come out. I'm one of the chosens in here. If I leave, my seating will be gone and somebody, I will lose out my job to yeah. another, to a TV show. Uh, yes, a young upstart. <laughs> but you're oh. like this. All right, I'll see you on the other side. Yes, yeah. yes, bye. <laughs> but but yeah, so it's 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 kind of painful and hard to slow down, but I am like really trying to think of it as you know, it also it also is a thing where it's like no one ever tells you like this is and I, maybe they just don't know, like nobody ever by science is like how many hours should we be working a day and how many hours can we actually be productive and how much does traveling actually wear you out and how much does like you know how much do you need to actually rest a week so I've been trying to like also do a thing where instead of just like totally collapsing and just like laying on the couch and like spiraling I'm doing constructive resting which I read an article about where it was like you, you, you need to actually do things that are restful for you. So you need to do like, even if you don't feel like stretching or working out on your day off or whatever, if that's something that makes you feel restful, then you need to push yourself to do it. Yeah. Instead of laying on the couch feeling bad. Yes. Well, that those moments, what I do is I make, it's hard, but I make a self as self a conscious effort to not look at social media. Yes, the social media and and so actually media. watch a TV show. Yeah, yes, yeah. Which is like that's reading a book. Reading, <laughs> re- yes, reading a book. I have been watching a great show. Uh, have you heard of this show? It's not new, but it is on HBO Max. It's called I Hate Susie. No, but it's brilliant. Oh my god, it is so Ooh. good! I have to get the word out about I this. I have HBO Max. Yes, I heard of it from a comedian. You know, I, I'm always trying to find a new show. It's like the best feeling when you have a show to watch, and yes. then when you have nothing, it's like, how can I unwind now? <laughs> I know. I'm subjecting myself to the tourist, which is <laughs> nonsense. Yes, I know. Well, right now I'm reading a book. I haven't read a book, no. and I love it. But it is something that I feel weird reading. It's about Columbine. <laughs> oh my goodness. But you know what I mean? We're a little like bit of a light read. Just relaxing at the beach while reading Columbine. Yeah. yeah. But I do find it cathartic because I find it really sad. And so it's like giving me an emotional release. So thank you. That's great. Yeah. yeah that's but great. Yes. But like I reading, I think just like turning off this bullshit is yeah. important. Yes. I think I need I've to. I've gone g- to school shootings. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I am at the point where social media is so destructive that I'm relaxing by reading school shootings. <laughs> um, but I think there's something to that actually, you know, doing these restful practices like having a physical book where you're mm. like putting your phone in the other room, having a physical book, doing the 
the deep stretching, which is such a, when you really are like tired and you don't feel like doing anything, like stretching is like the last thing you want to do. But I'm like, oh, this is one thing that actually makes me feel rested, makes me feel better. Yeah. And you don't really have to exert yourself yeah. doing it. Then like laying on, scrolling paradoxically seems like it would relax you. You're like looking for it to relax you, but it actually just makes you mentally ill. I feel like um, I will hit a point 30 to 40 minutes of scrolling. I start getting anxiety. Oh, I'm there five minutes in. Yeah. Where I'm like, what am I doing? What am I and then doing? I still am doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, it's a really bad thing, but I definitely feel like um, watching TV is actually... I consider a healthy activity. I do too. I yeah. really do too. Especially there's a lot of good TV right now. And yeah. if you can find a series that you really enjoy, it's it's the perfect thing to do to just decompress a little bit. Even having like a binge where you're engaged with something creatively yeah. to just Following take your mind off. Yeah. Just I can't wait for Bridgerton to come out. It'll be out by the time this podcast airs and I'm going to be All just balls deep. <laughs> But yeah, so that's my that's my journey that I'm on as, you know, as I'm kind of coming out of my hermitage and um and you know what else I do um I do love Chani Nichols, astro Chani Nicholas, Chani Nichols. I'm not sure what her name is, but she's an astrologer and her, she gives these like astrology things of the week and this week was hermit and I was like already kind of feeling it. I was like, "Wow, that's really affirmational for me to be like, oh, this is the card of the hermit. That means yeah. I can stay in if I want to. And You're like, like, thank you. Thank you for giving me permission to be tired. Well, I think that's why people really liked Bones Day. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because I, he's like, you know what? It's a Bones Day. You got to stay in. Turn on that, you know, TV show that you want to watch. Get your comfortable blanket. Or yes. order that Greek food. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that, that does feel like a vibe shift in terms of, like, that's an attitude that's coming back. Whereas before, like, the 2010s, it was like, hustle, 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 boss culture, bitch, lady boss. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't want to be a boss. Yeah, I just want to be happy. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be, I just want to be employed. Yeah, please, I'm exhausted. I know, well, that's how I felt, like, when I was in Aruba. I was like, I think I would actually just be happy doing, like, one set a few times out of the week and then playing with my friends. Yeah, well, that's what Dave Chappelle's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has us, like, fooled that he's, like, fucking running around, like, creating and doing genius shit. It's like, that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. He's just chilling. I, that totally makes sense. Yeah, and he's and he's able to come up with specials doing that. So it's like, yeah. well, I mean, and I actually did feel so rested when I was going into the hermitage. I felt rested, and I was going to shows. And instead of, like, forcing myself to, like, write for two hours a day, uh, you know, even kind of like on empty, I was just chilling, going to the shows. And then actually, because I was so rested, I was able to more effortlessly come up with some creative stuff. Yes. Which feels, it feels so scary to let go of that. But it's like, I have to look at the facts of like, what's affecting my creative output, doing nothing and resting or running myself into the ground, like doing a thousand joke writing exercises, which I'm also not doing, but <laughs> yeah. But you got like trying to squeeze out something you're never going to get. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. anytime someone's like, that's why I don't really like doing high pressure shows. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're like, I, it does not make me feel funny. Yeah. And it makes me miserable. It shuts down it, the creativity. It yeah. does. So I feel like when you just take a moment to be like, 
the idea of sitting down and forcing out a joke is awful. And I don't even think it's that funny. Yeah. When, and sometimes I can watch on stage and be like, I can tell that that's just somebody that wrote down and it seems clever, but it's not fun. Yes. It's yeah. It's lacking that organic quality that I feel like going to play or socialize or even watching TV. I write bits from TV shows. The playful, or sketches. yeah, the playful mindset is everything. The playful mindset is so much more valuable than even like a skill set of understanding comedy. Yeah, that playful mindset is something that's so abstract, and it's like it's hard to like actually get to. Oh yeah, I know. For this year, my resolution was actually I just want to have more fun. I just have fun, and that's that's in any context, in socially, you know. And I think yeah. being feeling rested is a big part of getting able to get into that playful mindset yeah and also I also try to attribute to like stuff that when it bothers me like how can I make this fun yes rather than being so taking it so personally that it's actually ruining my mental health yeah yeah anger is a good voice to write from too if you can find the playful voice within the anger instead of letting it like shut you down yeah where I'm like fuck you I know I know I just internalize it I'm like (laughs) I hate myself Where you're like, you could actually turn that into Lewis Black. That's his yeah, whole thing. A shouting at the crowd. Well, like, have you ever like it's time it's weird you do a bit and you feel like it made the room tense, but a lot of times you can use that tension mm-hmm. if you don't take it personally. Yes, yeah. You can use that time and tension that you've just built up and you can deflect it so fast and it'll be like the best laugh yeah. that you've had. Yeah, and when you when you are when you're like feeling rested you're so much able to get into that flow state like if you're like run down and stuff like that happens it's just like you're the way your reaction time is so delayed oh yeah and anytime that I'm like taking myself too seriously like the nothing fun is yeah coming out it is what you're like I hate myself (laughs) or you're like you don't know what you're talking about and then I'm just like this emotional weirdo yeah yeah instead of just being like this all right whatever like sometimes I think about like when some if somebody yells out you suck and be like well yeah at this moment I do yeah yeah the ability to not internalize that and just have fun rather than being like this is my art and you don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I did I did read somewhere that having um, time alone, having downtime alone is like actually super important for um, maintaining emotional stability. And I wonder if it has something to do with that because I was thinking about that just from my own perspective of like, I used to, I mean, like I don't have that much downtime, but before I lived with Mike, I would have like time, a lot of time by myself where it's like, sometimes I'm literally just like laying, sitting in a darkened room, like (laughs) staring at the wall. And that seems like so, um, it seems like strange, but it's like, that's what I need to like not overreact in like situations where it's like, you know, you're rushing around and then someone triggers you and you're like, ah! And you're like, oh my god, I'm in CVS. I uh, totally I've just ruined a child's day. <laughs> or you just become one of those viral Karens. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, if you only just like took a little breather. If you just <laughs> take a breather, that's that's what that's our message for today. That is one of my fears is to not expect that you turn into a viral Karen. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Well, I had no idea that I would just be this way today. Well, sometimes I mean, sometimes with like mood swings and stuff. You know, you just like get a really ugly mood out of nowhere. And it's like you need to not be in public. And yet you are. (laughs) And you're like, someone just looked into my eyes. 
And it's so hard. I mean, it's so hard. Like I've had weird like hiccups on the train where somebody like bumps into me and doesn't say anything. And I've just like been like, oh my God, I almost just got in a train fight with someone, I guess. Yeah. I guess I almost just fought someone on the train. <laughs> we're like, yeah, if you just took a moment to like, I don't know, take a day off and rest. Just rest yourself. God, it's worth it. Well, yeah. It's or in my case, a full week. Yeah. Basically. Oh, my God. But I, I do look forward to those. But every now and then I realize I've hit a tipping point where I've turned into like an unsafe ruster ruster where yeah. I'm like, I think I'm isolating. Yes. I, that's the other side of it. That's really scary. It's like too much of anything yeah. is bad. Cause I did end up, I did end up kind of actually going into like a pretty dark place where it was like, I was resting and I was tired, but I still felt like a failure because I wasn't like masking it with my workaholism. Yeah. But then eventually I ended up just getting so mad at myself that I just started forcing myself to go back to my routine and just do it to just kind of like distract myself yeah. from like the feelings that I was having. And it's like, yeah, I, I know that feeling. I have, I have issues with isolating too, where it's like you just don't, and it's better now that I live with my boyfriend, but it's like you just don't want to talk to anybody and then you start becoming detached from reality. Yes, and I can feel it when I the first spot back after a serious isolation I'm always like I don't know how to respond to people yeah people are like hi you're like okay (laughs) okay yeah it it's weird yeah it that's why like sometimes it's funny like Ryan Hamilton's joke about like you guys are the first people I've talked today where on when he's on stage that you're just like it is psychotic as a stand-up you can go all day without talking to one soul and then the next thing you have to do is you have to make 150 yeah or more people <laughs> laugh and yes. you're like yes is this right you gotta warm up you yeah gotta you warm gotta, it up. I do say social being social you have to practice at it you kind of do. And you also have to like if you're somebody who has like a problem with isolating, which I have always had because of my social anxiety, I'm like, OK, it's like easier for me to just never push myself. But you yes. do have to you do have to kind of if you notice that that's happening, you have to like push yourself to be like, I'm going to text one friend today. Yeah, Even just reach though, out. Just text one friend. Just make one little thing that you have to do because once you get to that place where you're isolating, it's like a slippery slope, mm. and then you're like developing full on agoraphobia, <laughs> and you're like, I can't. You're like going to the grocery store in your pajamas, and you're like, hello, you know. Yeah, I always feel like even just doing, like, taking a shower, putting makeup on, and putting on my favorite outfit. Oh, just put on some yoga pants and yeah. go for a walk. And that's... And that's text really one what friend. You need. Yeah, that's really what you just need to do to kickstart yourself. You kind of do. And I and I did I did read that somewhere where, I, as I'm always, like, struggling, I'm, like, reading internet self-help <laughs> articles. I'm like, I'm going to pull myself out of this by reading the first <laughs> sentences of this article. <laughs> I'm reading, like, five sentences. I'm, like, going to the next one. But, but I did... And that was why I kind of like just started angrily forcing myself to go through my routine because I think you get, especially when you're trying any creative pursuit or as a woman, when you're trying to like go forward and you meet rejection and you meet resistance, it's, it's so easy to like, yeah, it's so hard and it's easy to like, and, and not even as a woman, just as a person in general, trying to like go ahead in your life. When you meet re- resistance and rejection repeatedly, it just is easy to feel like nothing I ever do matters and I don't want to get my hopes up because I'm just going to fail again. So it's like, yeah. why am I even going to try? And that's like such a bad place to be in. And it's also not a clear indication of what reality is. Yes, yeah, so you've gone 
you've gone mad. You've gone mad. <laughs> it's more likely that you need to rest than force yourself to get back to the routine. Text a friend. Put on a damn sweater. Yes. The new advice I like it, that's been going on TikTok is just be delusional. Ugh, just be delusional. Be delusional. It's actually helpful. It's it actually is. helpful. Just pretend you are the shit. And just pretend that things are going well. And then you'll be like, oh, actually, things aren't that bad. You, yeah, there. I do. there is truth behind, like, fake it. Till you make, make it. it till you make it yeah yeah what's your journey that you're on this week well I haven't started it yet but I really you can feel it in my bones this is my new oh my god I love it <laughs> I love it when you can feel a new there's a change in the wind a shift is happening I'm already I'm already pinning on my board the things I want oh. um I'm, I'm thinking about becoming like Kind of eco-friendly. Oh, yes. A lot more in my life. I love it. I'm thinking about um, getting dish soap that's a hard soap and a bamboo thing and then a natural bristle. Yes. And that's how I'm going to do my dishes. Yes. Um, I'm really into uh, that beeswax paper that you can use to mold over your containers. Yes. To keep, or your love cheeses. It. Love it. And I reuse those. You can reuse, a, reuse those several times. Like I even, like I kind of lightly wash them. Yeah. Um, And they, they still keep their tack. So I like that kind of stuff. I really, um, I'm trying to get rid of plastic, but it's really hard. It is hard. Um, <laughs> drink, like we've been into the liquid death because it's cans. Um, and now what's the benefit? Is cans cans are better than plastic? Yeah, I think because it's actually made from an actual metal source from Earth. It's not processed too they're much. They're not. Oh, they're not like creating a weird new thing. Well, yeah, like, and you can reuse these. These are actually recyclable, from what I've heard. Even though we sort our plastics, mm -hmm. they, from what I've gathered, most plastics that we're sorting, I'm gonna say ninety percent. I'm gonna just throw that number out there with no research. Okay. Um, is not really um, recyclable. Like, they okay. can't do anything with it. Well, I know that they were having issues because I think what we were doing was the United States was taking all the recycled plastic and then they were just giving it to China. And then, <laughs> yeah, like, they were recycling it and China's like, no more. We're not just taking your plastic anymore. So it's like, oh. And I did, I did read something a while back that plastic actually takes more energy to recycle than it does to throw it away. So it's like you're burning carbon either way. Yeah, it's. It's such a bummer. Yeah. When you find that out. I want to jump on the eco bandwagon too. I mean, it's such like a lifestyle shift that you want to get into. And it's so fun to make it an element of your personality. <laughs> <Absolutely agree. laughs> Why even do it then if you can't talk about it and I make mean, it everything about you? Absolutely. Like fit it in lightly into conversations. Like if I could, this is actually the fantasy that I want for myself. Mm-hmm. I want to create one of those like self-contained ecosystems where you catch the rainwater. It like feeds, you can purify it yourself. And mm. then some of it will water your natural garden that you can actually eat from and that it feeds your, some of your little livestock like chickens and stuff like that. Wow. But I want to, that's the life that I fantasize going for myself. Full cottage core. <laughs> going full cottage core. I also actually fantasize of living in a world where I, my, a rhythm, what is that called? Acadian rhythm? Oh, the circadian rhythm? Uh, yeah, Acadian, yeah. like Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
is like no electricity, like going to bed oh, at yes. night when it's sun night uh, out and like no TV or anything that we have to read or like wow. play games and entertain You're, each other. You are on a moon woman journey. <laughs> You're on a fully moon woman journey. This is the fantasy that I want for myself. Now to get partner, my part Joe involved, <laughs> it's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. And he, you know, what's so funny. It's like he's so scared of climate and Climate doesn't really bother me that much. Be- mm-hmm. Climate change. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's out there, but in my mindset, I'm like, there is nothing we can do. Well, there isn't anything that we can do as one person. I no. mean, it's like, I guess you can try to hold your political representative accountable, but the system is pretty corrupt. And also, you know, we're not, we're like living in the city. We're not the problem. Yeah. But you know what you can do? Post a meme. Post a meme. <laughs> I can always. I love it. I love posting a self-righteous meme. <laughs> when in doubt, lime it. Post a meme. Well, because like it gets complicated too. Because like, was it you that was telling me like Leonardo DiCaprio is like flying oh, yes, to yes. India where they have a water drought? You know, he was like, flying his private jet to India to confront them about their like use of electricity. <laughs> like, I love celebrities. They're out of their goddamn mind. It's yeah. so like he's like, I'm helping. Yeah, you're like, it, like you're flying in a, pl- a private plane. Stop flying that plane. Yeah, get That's out of the not plane. Helping. Yeah, at least get in a boat or something. Yeah, but like, yeah, telling third world countries that they need to like work on their pollution is another thing that like there's no we have no right. Yeah. Doing that. And they have their own kind of economy that's also a shit show. And it's like they and deserve to have they have 330 million people without power. With, yeah. With no electricity in India. It's like those people deserve to be able to have electricity. Yeah. Like they, they shouldn't just never get it. Like that's crazy to I, be like it's classist. You know? It is. It's insane. But it's like stuff like that. So I do real. So it's never bothered me. But I do. Joe is like he drinks plastic all the time. And I was like. I do. I'm like, can't, it's hard. I do have this there. At first I was like, the way to reduce um, pollution is just get rid of men. But then I forgot about (laughs) how much plastic we consume in the makeup industry. Yes, there's a lot of, but there's, I I try to buy stuff in glass. Yes. I try to do, I try to buy glass, but, but yeah, I mean, there's so much plastic and makeup in general, the makeup industry is just toxic and huge. I mean, it's, it's like yeah. all the chemicals and stuff that they're using is so much processing. Yeah, it's that part. And then also fast fashion, apparently, like oh, uh, fast fashion. It's like, forget it. They're Africa just, can't even keep up with the amount of shit that we're just throwing out over there. Yeah. We're like, here, you guys take it. Yeah. Um. So it's insane. So I, I try not to. Again, thrifting, even though thrifting, but, but see, I do think like it's, and I was being like a little facetious earlier, but I do think that when you have a crunchy lifestyle and you make it part of your lifestyle interest where you're like, Ooh, I'm going to buy this flask because yes, it saves the earth, but also I love it. And aesthetically it's very pleasing to me. Yeah. You know, it, it, I think that is something to that where it's like, if you're going to spend money on stuff, it might as well be stuff that you like. And then on top of it, saving the world. Yeah. Well, no, I totally agree. But then I, so I saw an, an I like a TikTok talking about this, and I thought it was kind of fascinating about can you be you can be too crunchy, <gasps> really over crunching, over crunching. Well, meaning in the w- way of like, uh, it's obnoxious to force your 
Oh, certainly. Views. And I agree because I get an, I like as much as I try not to eat meat, I get annoyed when th- I get preached about eating no, but meat. You I don't know hate what that, type that of person. is. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, you got to let people kind of, I think with information that we get, we will eventually yeah, change. Let people come to volition. it on their own. Let people come to it on their own. But it's also like, you don't know like what that also no one is totally guiltless. You know, it's like, absolutely. You could be that person. And, and so it's, there's no way to do that without being a total hypocrite because everybody has a carbon footprint. Yes. I even mean, as you're like, so, yeah, yep. like never showering, never wearing deodorant. Like even if you're like living in the woods, like you've still taken a flight in your life. Okay. <laughs> Let's <laughs> yeah. not pretend that you didn't go to Paris yes. for your engagement or whatever. Well, like also what's weird about some of those people that are too crunchy is what like that guy that lived in the woods in Maine for like 15 years mm-hmm. in isolation. He's basically like we're doing the bad stuff and he's li- so he would take people's food or whatever was left on their whatever they were using you're like oh so you're using us to do the dirty right, work right for you. right we're like i remember uh joe lived with a roommate that was extra crunchy and didn't believe in flushing the toilet every time he went to the bathroom but what would end up happening is that the roommates would be like ew flush so then flush a number two no so what would happen oh. is that they were like you're just making us Flush your shit. Yeah, you're just outsourcing to us <laughs> so you can pretend to be crunchy and yes. leave your big doo-doo in the toilet. <laughs> that is that is psychotic Vile. roommate behavior. I know. Well, the theory with the um, too crunchy that I thought was fascinating is that they put it in the world of, I would maybe compare it to the eating disorder world of it's a form of control oh that's right yes you're having control you feel as though you're out of control in your life so you're trying to control all these different things yes and so I thought that was a really fascinating take because there are people that I've met that I would categorize too crunchy and I do think they are exhibiting control issues Mm. because that's the thing you kind of have to worry about with any of this stuff you're like is am I doing this for like for like showmanship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah. Like, hello world. <laughs> I'm into it like as a lifestyle. Cause I just think like, I just think like there's no reason that you can't do stuff and also enjoy it and kind of take pleasure in this crunchy lifestyle. Yeah. I think that only makes it more accessible to people and it only makes it like a form of self love. You know, I'm going to yeah. buy myself this amazing flask because it's good for me and I like it. Yeah. You know? Something like that. But but I do think that, like, again, if you're pushing it, you're still a hypocrite because we're all still contributing. You're being By being alive, you are contributing to global warming. You yes. understand that, right? <laughs> like, so. Yeah, there's no way around it. We're all like we all are going to die. So, like, just trying to make this. Nice yeah. for everybody. But I I just get an I really do get annoyed how much plastic we're going through. The plastic, you know what? I you're you are making me rethink my use of plastic because I get like a lot of stuff in the store in plastic. I want I do want to do better. I want to do better with the plastic. Well, like the I've the for my bathrooms, I've resorted to the hand soaps that come in cardboard boxes rather I do use than those. Like yeah, the, the plastic the dove, pumps. yeah. Um, and I've seen some really great pro- products lately, like um, glassware, hand soap, but you just drop a tablet into the water and it creates a foamy hand soap. So you never have to. That's great. Keep buying plastic. So there are, I think there are a lot of 
great options yeah. that you can do without being too crunchy. There's great. Because you can't. And it's yeah. also elitist. A lot of that shit is. A lot of it is really expensive. It is. Yeah. Like, I know getting a natural brush to wash my dishes <laughs> that's wood and metal, you're like, yeah. that's probably going to cost me $20, where most people would yeah. rather just buy, like, all those plastic rubbery sponges yeah 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 it I mean I guess it is a little bit elitist but also you know it's elitist in a way of like um time and energy too it's like you know like a single mom who's like running around you know working nine to five trying to take care of her kids like she has to do disposable stuff you know absolutely like where does she have time to like hang up all of her clothes outside and right right like wash it in the sink like no (laughs) But, you know, my um, our, our friend, Ryan Beck, he had a baby and he is using a diaper service. I don't know what the name of it is, but I'm sure you can Google it. It's a drop off diaper service in Brooklyn where they're using cloth diapers. So basically like that's amazing. Yeah. I've always wondered how they do that with cleaning shit. Yeah, I think like basically he said because the baby's little, he doesn't take like huge dumps yet. And they're not emotional dumps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not like they're angry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So he said he kind of just scoops it in the toilet. They put them in a bag and then the the service picks them up and then they drop off clean ones. And it's like, I mean, how efficient is that? It sounds like that's number one, better for the environment. And it's probably about the same as diapers are like notoriously expensive. Oh, yeah. They're I think they're one of the worst things for biodegrading. Yeah. Yeah. And then it is such a bummer when you're like <laughs> swimming in the ocean and you just see one, an old one just on the bottom oh, of the floor. It's it's so it's, devastating to see that. You're I know. Just like, ugh. It's depressing. I also get like bummed when I know about that big trash island. The Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Yeah. I think they did start fixing it though. I hope so. It was a scientist. I remember he found a way that they are able to start fixing it. Okay. Well, that's. See? Yeah. Things are getting better. Things are, well, who knows? <laughs> Don't want to put a damper on it, but. Who knows? And when in doubt, just blame China. Say, uh, I can't do anything because China is really doing something yeah. over there. And I don't know what they're doing. And I, but but uh, I keep buying it. It's fine for me to fly. I'm taking a vacation. <laughs> well, that's like the other thing. They're like, you can do all you want, but when Kylie Jenner flies to Vegas with all of her friends on a jet, it just wipes out everything. Yeah, private jets are not good. It's, jets it's crazy. Good. Speaking of, I'm wondering if flights are going to go up in price because of gas. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. I did not think of that. I know. I This made me wonder when I start booking gigs. Yeah, that's for a bummer. Flying, like, I, should I wait to get the ticket later? Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe keep your eye Who on knows? it. The best time to book flights is always about six weeks before I read. Okay. That's when you're st- supposed to start watching. I did that. This is probably... a huge left turn i did that a few months like uh, i did that for my chicago gig and because of uh times inflation was hitting hard for one month mm-hmm. um tickets were really high then and yeah. i was like i wondered if i should have waited mm, yeah it's hard to know it's really hard to know but like i think i think about six to five weeks is usually the best and then it starts hiking from there so okay. that's when i always try to get it Good to know. anyway lady journey thanks lady for journey. listening